All right. Let's get into what today is. Today is one of my favorite Sundays. This is, you know, I like to listen to sermons. I like to have people challenge me with the word, but I like to do some action with it. You know, we, sometimes we hear things and we come to church and we learn a concept, but then how do we apply it to our lives? How do we go out and actually do something with the things that we heard? Well, today we're going to give you an action step. You will be able to do something with what you're going to be told today right after the service, and it's a great opportunity to get involved at Gateway Church. Pastor Paul's been talking this last month about an interesting concept. He's been back for a month, and he's been talking about win, build, and equip. It's right there. That's what Gateway Church is going to be about. I want you to learn that, and in that order, win, build, equip. It's very important that you understand the order and that you be able to recite those words. So I'm going to ask you to say it with me. Ready? Win, build, equip. One more time. Win, build, equip. Simple, right? Win. We are going to win the lost. Gateway Church is going to be a church where lost people are found. It's not just a concept. It's just not a great idea. We are going to do things in this church that will share the gospel with people when they walk in those doors. And it's going to become so much a part of who we are as a church that it's going to spill over into your lives. When you left from your home this morning and you drove to church, everybody drove by a house in their neighborhood, right? Does everybody know somebody in their neighborhood who doesn't know Jesus Christ? You know today that they're sitting in their house. They're not in a church seat. Those are the people that need to be here, that need to hear the good news of the gospel. we got to be a, a church that does that on a regular basis, but we got to be a people that do that on a regular basis. And we're going to help you with that. The second point is build the believer. Gateway Church is going to be a church where believers are challenged and encouraged to grow in their faith. Every Christian needs to grow. We know that. You can't remain stagnant. You've got to grow in your faith. You've got to be learning new things, and you've got to be applying them to their, your walk with the Lord. So our church is going to be about building you up, whether it's a life group that we're encouraging you to be a part of or an elder training. We're going to build up our youth and our youth ministry. We're going to build up our children and our children's ministry. We have men's ministries that are going to build you up in your faith, going to help you in your walk with Jesus Christ. We are going to have women's ministries that are going to do the same thing. We want to be a church that builds the believer. It's very basic elementary stuff, but we want you to understand the importance of win, build, and equip. And the third one is to equip the church. Pastor Paul shared a message each week in September about each one of these concepts. Gateway Church is going to equip the saints. That's you, by the way. That's not somebody that's long dead and gone. We're all saints. We are going to be equipped to do the work of the ministry. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 and I don't have it on the screen because I'm trying to be fast here today. It says, their responsibility 
is to equip God's people. Whose responsibility is there? If you go to verse 11, it says, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. God gave the pastors of this church, Pastor Paul, myself, Pastor Nathan, the responsibility to do verse 12, to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. That is what we do when we equip the church. The church is to win the lost, build the believers, and equip them to do the same thing all over again. It's a cycle. We're, interesting thing, I, I thought of this concept. Put that back up there, will you? Win, build, equip. You're messing me up here. You're going all over the place. Win, build, equip. Will Gateway Church ever be done with this mission? Yeah. There are two times when we'll be done. Number one, when Jesus returns. Or number two, when the whole world knows about Jesus. Neither one of them are going to happen. Well, number two is never going to happen in my lifetime, I don't think. But number one, I hope it happens in my life. I, I hope Jesus comes. And then Gateway Church is no more because we are all one church. So this mission will continue to go on and on and on for Gateway Church. So my challenge for us today is about equipping. What does that word mean when I say equip? Does that mean that we got to put new lights in the sanctuary or new screens or something mechanical? No. It doesn't have anything to do with our building. The, the church is not this building. The church is you and I. When we're going to equip somebody, we're going to equip each other to do the work of the church. We call this building a church, but it is not the church. Interesting that we build buildings to worship a God who says he dwells in the heart of man. God does not dwell in this building. He dwells in your heart and in my heart. And Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 says, Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. It's not about the building. It's about us as believers. So when I say the word equip, what do you think of? And I'm a visual person, so I've asked my favorite son who sits on the front row, Mitch, to come up here. Now you guys might see this guy sitting with my family a lot, and he looks a lot like me <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> um, but he also sits by one of my daughters a lot. This is my future son-in-law, Mitch, and they're going to get married, which I was informed today, eight months from today. So congratulations. I've asked Mitch to help me out here a little bit today, so once you grab your stuff over there. When I'm thinking of equipping, I'm thinking of teaching you something that you've never done before. So, so some of you in this room have never bow hunted before, right? How many have never bow hunted before? Got lots of people. Okay, I'm going to equip you today to learn how to bow hunt, all right? You ready? All right, so I told Mitch to come with his boots. We're going to start with the boots. 
And he puts these boots on, and um, the reason why you put these boots on is a couple reasons. Number one, they're rubber so that the deer don't smell you as you've walked in the woods. You might not know that, but if they smell where you walk in the woods, they stay away from that. So he wears those boots to eliminate the scent from where he walks and also because most of our feet kind of smell. All right? Next thing he's going to put on is his jacket. And now it's camel. And now you think, well, camouflage, can a deer see camouflage? Yeah, a deer can see. But what the camouflage does is nothing special about a certain style, although they pay big dollars for a certain style of camel. But it's about breaking up your outline. If Mitch is standing in the woods, you don't see the edges of his body because it breaks up with all of the leaves and twigs and branches and sticks. And did you bring a hat? The hat helps to do that. Sometimes even as bow hunters, we put a face mask on to cover up our eyes and our face, or we put, we put paint on to, to cover up the sheen of our face. Okay, so he looks the part now, but he still is not prepared to shoot anything, right? So the next part that you put on is called a release. Now, a release is something that you use to hold the string of the bow when you pull it back. I know the Indians used to use their own fingers. We're modernized here a little more now, and we're not used to doing this on a regular basis. So he has a release that holds the string. And then finally, he has to have something that will harvest the animal that he's hunting. So he has to have a bow with an arrow. And now he's equipped, right? He's ready to go shoot a deer, right? If you were up here right now and you had all that on, are you ready to shoot a deer? What are you missing? (laughs) Oh, you're a legalist, Jim. You gotta have a license. I thought those were merely suggestions from the DNR. I'm just kidding. You need to practice, right? He's got to practice with this bow to make sure that when he's aiming at something, he actually hits it. We need to practice in ministry, right? If we're going to win, build, equip, we've got to practice aiming at those things. Thanks, Mitch. Appreciate it very much. He didn't know what he was getting into this morning, but I just told him, trust me, trust me. What if I'm going to equip you to drive a car? By the way, I used to teach behind the wheel, so I know a little bit about this. That's why I have gray hair today. Because you get behind the passenger door of somebody who's never driven a car before, it will give you gray hair very fast. If I'm going to equip you to drive a car, you're going to start out with little classroom training. Then you're going to take a test to make sure that you understand that. You have all this knowledge. You have this piece of paper that says you can drive under certain circumstances. But once again, not until you get out and practice and do the driving are you actually equipped. And when is somebody fully equipped to drive? When we send them out on their own, Right? It's a scary concept for parents who don't have kids that are driving yet because someday it will happen. Talk to older people in the church. They've all gone through it. They're still alive to this day, but it's a scary process. As we watch our kids learn how to drive, and the first time they actually drive out of the driveway on their own, fully equipped to drive a car. 
That's the equipping that I'm talking about here. We're not equipping our building with things. We're equipping each other with skills that it takes to do the work of the ministry. If I'm going to hire you to do a job, I need you to equip you to be successful at that job. I need to give you the proper tools, proper education, and an understanding of the culture that you're working in. If you don't understand your target audience or who you're trying to reach or what we're trying to do, it can be confusing. We want to make that crystal clear to you. We're about winning the lost, building the believer, and equipping the church. Many of you have gone through this whole process. You're sitting here going, yep, I know all about it. Um, I know what it takes to win the lost. I've been meeting with my neighbors. I've been praying for certain people. I know what it takes to be equipped to do the ministry. Today I'm going to ask you to take another step. I'm going to ask you in a little bit to go out those doors and to jump in, to sign up, to get involved in a ministry here at Gateway Church. That's the next part of this equipping process. It's an interesting passage of Scripture in Luke chapter 6, verse 40, that really, really hits home what I'm trying to say here today. Luke chapter 6, verse 40 says, Students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. Let me read that to you again. Students are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. The teacher here today is not me. It's not Pastor Paul. The teacher is Jesus Christ. When we are fully taught, when we are fully equipped as Christians, we will be like Jesus Christ. That's who we want to become. So today I have two things to help you become better equipped. And one of them, you had to move to actually sit down on your chair today. It's a simple survey that I want everybody to fill out. Now, if you're new to Gateway Church and maybe this isn't your church, you can read through this with us. But if you're a part of Gateway Church, this is going to help us as a staff know where you're at. Take a barometer check. Get a snapshot of where we are today. We'd love to see the church succeed at winning building, and equipping believers. So we're going to do this from time to time. We're going to do this very same survey. And we're going to measure that to see, have we succeeded? Are we growing in our faith? Are we winning lost souls for Christ? Are we equipping each other to do the work of the ministry? So, take out the pen. I'm going to read to you a few questions so that you understand where we're going with this. And let's get started. Number one, I attend Sunday morning worship services at Gateway Church. Check one that applies. We know that everybody doesn't come to church every week of every month. But we want to kind of get a gauge of where we're at. If we have 400 people here this morning, does that represent 600 people that call our church Gateway? Or does that represent 200 people that call our church Gateway? It just helps us to gauge. My current worship attendance compared to one year ago. Be honest, is it increasing? Has it stayed the same? Maybe it's decreased. You don't have to put your name on this. We're just looking for an answer for that. 
And then if you see in the next few passages, it talks about winning the lost. There's some questions about that. Make sure you go to the back of that first page about building the believer. And finally, on the third page, it talks about equipping the church. Take a minute to fill those out. If you finish that survey, I want you to just fold it over. Don't put your name on it. There's going to be some ushers at the back doors when you leave. I want you to put that in a basket. We're going to take a look at those and see where we're at as a church. See where we need to work, where we need to grow, and where God needs to challenge us. So now, now's the action part. I want to challenge you to get in and become equipped. There are ministries out in our lobby where we are looking for the church to get involved. And I, I told somebody this morning, they said, there's a snowblower out in the lobby. Is it going to snow next week? I said, no, that's just a visual for us to challenge people who maybe don't play well with others. Maybe you don't like people. or you're, you're, Maybe you're, you like people, but you just don't do real well in front of people or talking with people. And you really want to get involved in ministry, but you think, well, I'm not a teacher. Man, we need people to shovel the walks in January around here because it snows. So we need people to do that. We need people to get involved in our ministries, whether it's children's or youth. Life groups are out there. There's opportunities to help in the cafe. I want to challenge you. Maybe you're already helping out a little bit at Gateway Church, and you're like, yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on a hospitality team, and once every six weeks I'm here, and I wear my black shirt, and I'm involved in ministry. And I want to challenge you to take another step. Join another ministry. Sign up to continue to do your hospitality, but maybe you sign up to do another hospitality because you really like it. You want to do it once every three weeks. Go for it. Or maybe you've always thought, it'd be fun to work in the cafe and make coffee and talk with people and have fun. Sign up. This is your opportunity today to get involved and, and to see what happens when a church equips its believers. We're really excited about this new endeavor that God is challenging us with. And I'm excited to see what God does in our ministry here over the next year. And I'm excited to look at these surveys and then compare them next year and see how we as a church are growing. Wouldn't it be exciting to say, 
to show the growth, show the percentages of people who are now in the Word more than they were last year because they've been challenged to do that. That's a win. God's excited about those things. One final thing. We're going to be dismissed from here. I want you to not take this as an excuse to run out the door and get to lunch early, but take some time and spend some time in the lobby. We will be officially done when the lights flicker out in the lobby, and that's the cue if you have children to go and get your kids out of children's ministry. But until then, we're going to take care of your kids. We want you to enjoy this time out there. So let me pray for you as we're dismissed. Lord, thanks for this opportunity today just to equip one another to do the work of the ministry. Lord, we have so many opportunities to, to get in and jump in with both feet and, and get excited about ministry here at Gateway Church and to really see your kingdom advanced. Lord, I'm excited for this day because I just love it when people get excited about doing ministry. They get excited about trying something new or different. Lord, I just want to ask you would just Make divine appointments out there today with the people who are standing at these tables that are answering questions about their ministries. And, and uh, may, we get, may we get excited about equipping one another. Lord, this is your church. We want to be fully taught. We want to be like your son, Jesus Christ. Help us to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are dismissed. <laughs>